It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Go Birds Podcast, the final edition of ESP's Draft Guide. Thank you so much to everybody that's listened to all these episodes. I've really enjoyed doing them, really been enjoying getting the DMs from all you guys on what you think of different prospects, guys I should check out. It's been very helpful. Uh, I've been trying to work on the name pronunciation uh, as best I can, so I appreciate you all giving me a little bit of slack with that. But with draft week finally here, this isn't one to, you know, this isn't a draft guide in the in the sense of going over a position. I figured I should give you a detailed explanation as to why I think the most likely player to be selected by the Eagles on Thursday night is Bijan Robinson. Now, you'll notice I said the most likely player to be selected. I didn't say at number 10, although I think there is a chance I'll just take him at number 10. But here's why I think of all the options on Thursday night, if you had to put the highest percentage on one player, it would be Bijan Robinson. Now, I'll start this off by saying Howie Roseman said at his press conference last week, you know, one of the many, one of the many things he said, but probably one of the only flat out true things he said was nobody has any idea what he's going to do. And so you'll hear that and say, well, then why should we take anyone's prediction seriously? But I think what you really should hear from that is the people saying he will not take a running back do not know how he doesn't even know what he'll do, right? He doesn't know how the board will fall. Is he going into into the night hoping that he ends up with a running back? No, I think they have other priorities, but I don't think those priorities are going or those options are going to come to fruition. I do not think the top guys that they want are going to be available. And when you take all that into consideration, I think Bijan is the most likely player because A, he makes sense at 10, but also if they do move back, he makes sense there, right? If they move back, we know they're not getting Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Paris Johnson. Like we know they're not getting those guys, right? But if they do move back, that's where Bijan becomes a possibility. So when you combine the combination of the most likely to be selected at 10, with the most likely to be selected if they trade back, Bijan checks both of those boxes. So, so outside of the trade back option, let's look at why I think they would take him at number 10. And, and this idea that they'll never take a running back, I think is foolish. Number one, let's just look at the organizational values, right? You guys listen to this podcast all the time. You hear me and James talk about it. They believe in quarterbacks. 
They believe in the line play and they believe in offense. Like all my years covering Howie, all my years of, you know, following Jeffrey Lurie, that's what they believe in. They invest in the quarterback, they invest in the lines, and then outside of that, they invest in the offense. They are an offensive organization over a defensive organization. Obviously, Bijan does not check the quarterback box, and they're not going to take a quarterback. So you can take that one off the list, right? Number two, offensive or defensive line. I do think they would prefer to go with that position uh, in the draft. I think at the defensive line, there's three guys. Well, three trade-up options. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, and Tyree Wilson. I don't think they're going to be able to get high enough to get Jalen Carter. And I don't even know if they would take him if he was available, right? Like they have to do homework off the field with him, like all those things. So that's something we don't know an answer to. But Jalen Carter, I don't think is happening. Will Anderson, I don't think he's happening. Now, there was some interesting reporting by Albert, I believe it was Albert Breer, saying that he wouldn't rule out the Cardinals taking Paris Johnson at number three, which is interesting to me, right? Because you consider maybe that means Will Anderson will make it past three. If he makes it past three and Jalen Carter's there at five, maybe he makes, then maybe Will Anderson makes it past number five. And then if Will Anderson's available at number six, number seven, around there, I think the Eagles could move up to get him, right? So Will Anderson, I think, is still a possibility. But again, a lot has to happen for, for him to get there. There is more and more rumblings that Tyree Wilson's just going to go number two overall. Obviously, the Eagles aren't going to move up that high. So while Will Anderson, or Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson Tyree Wilson, and Jalen Carter are trade-up options, I just don't think they're going to drop low enough for the Eagles to move up. I don't think the Eagles can get at five or above and if they I just don't think they'll be able to do it so those three I would cross off on the 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 next defensive line prospect is Nolan Smith Nolan Smith is definitely my number two most likely I think he there's a chance he is there at 10 I think there's a chance they could make a slight jump up to get him I think he checks boxes too right edge rusher a long-term need also a sneaky short-term need elite prospect right like freak athlete for the position Easy to look at what he does in the NFL and translate what he did in college and translate to the NFL because he is a Hassan Reddick clone in a way. So they know how they would use him. But also he checks a box of not a finished product, right? More of a raw athlete than a finished ready to contribute product. So Nolan Smith would make a ton of sense for me. And I could see him being the pick. But if there's a run on defense early, he might not make it to number 10. On the offensive line, I don't think Paris Johnson's getting to number 10. If he does, he could definitely be the pick. I don't think he's getting there. Skaronsky, I don't think they will take him at number 10. I don't think he checks what they're looking for. He doesn't have elite physical tools. They, Howie just talked about how all their all its current offensive linemen have elite physical tools. I don't think Skaronsky has that. So I don't think they'll take Skaronsky. So when you look at the linemen, I don't think a lot of the defensive linemen get there. I don't think they're going to take Skaronsky. And I don't think Paris Johnson gets there. So ultimately, while yes, would they prefer to go with the line? I think they would. I don't think there's options are really going to be there. And frankly, if there's a run at if there's a run at defensive talent early, they could trade that number 10 pick, move back a few slots for a team that wants a quarterback, and then they could draft Bijan there. So for those reasons, I think Bijan makes a ton of sense. But also, the third core value of this organization is offense. They, they value offense. And while he is a running back, and I know you can't completely dismiss that, if Bijan was just discussed as the best offensive player in the draft, nobody would fight back on the idea of drafting him. Nobody. Everybody would be okay with the fact that, yeah, the Eagles are going to take the best offensive player. They value offense. Offense wins in the NFL. Of course, they're going to take the best offensive player. So he is a running back, and that is part of it. 
But I think overall, the fact that he's just an offensive player fits an, a, an extremely important, critical organizational value that they have. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so why else could he go at number 10? And why do I think he'll be the pick? I think there's a really good chance he'll be the best available player. Just went through all the options, but I thought this was interesting from Albert Breer. He wrote in his Monday morning col- Monday morning quarterback column that... There's generally speaking around eight players that non-quarterbacks are viewed as elite prospects. So take the quarterbacks out of it. Guys that in any draft are going to be viewed as elite prospects. And it was the guys you would expect and mostly the guys we've discussed. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson, Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Paris Johnson, Peter Skronsky, and then Bijan Robinson. So we've already discussed why I don't think they're getting Carter, Anderson, or Wilson and where I think things are with Johnson and Skronsky. The cornerbacks, I just don't think they're going to take one. I think if they viewed these guys as like elite level prospects, they wouldn't have re-signed both Bradbury and Slay. So I just don't view them taking them. Is it possible? Certainly it's possible. I just don't think that, I think that they've let their evaluation of that be known by their moves at cornerback. And I also think it's a deep draft and you can get guys later. But that aside, just reading the tea leaves, I don't think they like the, cor- the cornerbacks. That leaves Bijan left. And Breer writes about him. He goes... Uh, Robinson is the cleanest prospect in the class, point blank. Like no red flags, no questions about him, just an elite prospect at, at, at the top of the draft. So I think Bijan checks the box of special prospect that how he's talked about in terms of you, you want you don't want to reach for a need. You just want to take a special player. Bijan is that special player. So I think he makes sense at 10. I think he makes sense as a trade back. I think he makes sense when you think about how the board will drop. And I think he makes sense as an elite prospect that compared to the other ones, doesn't have a lot of checks, uh, doesn't have a lot of red flags, and would definitely be a safe pick. So the next reason I think Bijan could be the guy is that he definitely fills a need. Like I know you want to draft for best available player, and he checks that box, but he also checks the need box. I think there's this perception that the Eagles will do this running back by committee. Sirianni has never done a running back by committee. Last year, Miles Sanders touched the ball 279 times in the regular season. Number two on the roster was Kenny Gainwell with 76. It's over 200 more times. If you include the postseason, Miles Sanders was over 300 touches. If these games were closer in the second half against the Giants and the Niners, he might have been close to 350 touches. In 2021, it was almost as big of a discrepancy. Sanders touched the ball 163 times, missed five games, right? So still was, I think it was around 100 times more than any other running back. And he was, he missed five games. So in 2021, in 2022, Nick Sirianni went with a clear cut number one running back. They do not have a clear-cut number one running back. And because of that, I think Bijan makes a ton of sense. You cannot tell me that they think Penny is going to step in and be the guy. I think they view Penny as a lottery ticket. And if it hits, that's amazing. But you're not going to trust a key piece of your offense, like a key, key, key piece of your offense to a lottery pick. They want a number one running back. That's how they've used their running backs. 
Penny is not reliable enough to be that running back. And even if they do feel optimistic about him, I don't think that they're going to trust that role to him. So I think Robinson fits best player available, and I think he fits an absolute need. So the final piece, or I'm sorry, one more point I also wanted to make. There's a bit of a misconception when they don't when it says that they don't invest in running back. I agree in free agency. They don't pay running backs, right? But if you look at the draft, they have been willing to use top-level picks on running backs. Miles Sanders was a second-round pick. They tried to trade up to the top of the second round to draft Dalvin Cook in 2017. In that draft, had they had they not um, had they not taken Derek Barnett and Christian McCaffrey would have fallen to them. I think they would have taken McCaffrey. So, and they were number 14 that year. So I believe they were willing to use the 14th overall pick at a running back. So the 10th pick, it's a different stratosphere. It's a different level than a second round pick. But they've used they've used a second round pick on a running back. They tried to use another second round pick on a running back. And they tried to use a first round pick on a running back. And not to mention, they tried to trade for Christian McCaffrey last year. So they clearly do value the position enough. I'm not saying they're going to pay a running back a ton of money. And I know the draft slot of where Bijan would paid would make him one of the hired paid running backs. But when it comes to drafting, they have not shown like, oh, we'll just draft a bunch of running backs later. And frankly, they haven't really had a ton of luck when they have done it. Donnell Pumphrey was a miss, like Wendell Smallwood, like... Wendell Smallwood wasn't a complete miss, but he certainly didn't turn into a number one guy. So when you look at drafting and how they valued it, they have shown a value in running back in in, in the draft. Um, the final piece of why I think it could be Bijan is, and I thought this quote was just so telling in an ESPN article. Uh, according to ESPN, Howie asked Bijan, why should I take you number 10? Bijan goes, you're not going to get a running back. You're going to get a difference maker. Point blank period. And this is where I go back to if if Bijan was called the best offensive player in the draft, nobody would have a problem with, with, with thinking they would take him. Nobody would say, oh, well, they're never going to take a running back or blah, blah, blah. If he's the best offensive player in the draft, if he's a difference maker, that checks a major box for the Eagles. And frankly, his scouting report as a receiver, not as good as McCaffrey, but very close to it. The Eagles tried to trade for McCaffrey last year. They tried to draft him at number 14 overall. So when you add everything up, The difference he can make in the passing game as a receiver, like point blank period, he can be an impact player in the receiving game. So that values the passing game, right? And we know they've invested a ton of in in players who impact the passing game. Goddard got paid a ton. AJ got paid a ton. Devontae will get paid a ton and wasn't the 10th overall pick. If you can impact the passing game, the Eagles value you. If you can impact the offensive side of the ball, the Eagles value you, right? If you're a special elite prospect at the top of the draft, the Eagles value you. Bijan checks all of those boxes. Do I think that they would prefer to move up? Probably. Do I think Nolan Smith is a possibility? Maybe. Like Howie said, does anybody have an idea of what they're definitely going to do? No, but I think if you took a pie chart and you put the highest percentage of who is going to end up on the Eagles at the end of Thursday night, I think Bijan Robinson is number one, maybe a 10, maybe a trade back, but I think Bijan is the most likely player to be an Eagle at the end of the first round. All right, everybody, thank you so much for for listening. Uh, I've really enjoyed doing these ESP draft guides. Me and James are going to be back Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. So we got a ton of content coming for you these next few days. But before we got all into that, I wanted to take 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes and explain to you in depth why I I think Bijan is the guy. So thanks again for listening. And as I end all of these podcasts, he's Elliot, I'm James, and I'll talk to you later.
Hey, it's Elliot Shore Parks for Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising? Nationwide, energy prices have increased over 14% since last year, but it's not too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with the last month of our off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. New windows will pay for themselves with the energy savings on your energy bills, and you will pay nothing for two full years with zero, that's right, 0% financing, saving you hundreds of dollars. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows by installers with over a decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit, plus make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent you.